Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, Kate Binks. We're back, man. Episode 299. Yes, sir. All right, before we get into the podcast, we want to let everybody know we are doing a live podcast at Room 82 um, on December 16th, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, hear me out. For those that don't know what a live podcast is, we're just going to tell you what it is now. It is an in-person experience. Like if you go to a comedy show or if you go to a concert, we will be live in, I guess, concert. <laughs> I guess, yeah. It'll be live and in person, and you'll be able to sit in an audience and actually interject or, you know, we, we could walk around with a mic and let you chime in on a subject matter or topic. Mm-hmm. It, it, we'll be able to get everybody involved. So this mm-hmm. will be an in-person podcast. Instead of hearing us in your ears, you'll be able to sit in the stands and have an opinion, yeah, right? Yeah. You want to bring your wife or husband or friend or whatever the case, and you guys want to have a real conversation, pull up. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be in Bakersfield. So those of I know some, some listeners are not in uh, California or even Bakersfield, so it'll be in right. Bakersfield. And you'll uh the to get in it's it's technically free but you know we we're taking donations yeah. so if yeah. you feel like you want to pay three dollars to get in you could pay three dollars if you feel like feel like you want to pay one dollar to get in you can get in with one dollar yeah, it's just so. donation based man anything yeah. any anything mm-hmm. that is a donation is completely fine for sure yeah because yeah. my, my thing is is we want to have a good time but hey if we can make money doing it also that's great Mm-hmm. You know, but we want to we really the purpose behind this is we've been doing this podcast for five years and we haven't had anything in person. We don't want to just be guys sitting behind, uh, you know, behind microphones and behind YouTube. We want to get out and touch the people. I want to grab some booty. <laughs> I just like to let those ones marinate. <laughs> let it marinate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, I'm Big just playing. There, there's no sexual assault will not be taking place <laughs> at this event. That is not taking place for sure. Only yeah. consensual. Only consensual. Only stuff. consensual booty grabs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. But don't you know? I don't 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 do it. Don't take it literal because I don't want to have some girl like you gonna grab my butt. And I'm like, nah. not yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's not thick enough. <laughs> it's also our 300th episode, so yes. that's a, that's a huge deal for us. So that's mm-hmm. kind of why we wanted to make this one like a like a real event. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, most definitely, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 300 episodes is is one hell of a. Uh, it's one hell of an experience, man, a long ride, man. But yep. we won't bore you with too many details, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, we, we got the Eventbrite thing up. We already have it up now. And mm-hmm. I have it. The link is in the bio mm-hmm. of the podcast uh, Instagram, okay? So yeah. you can click on that. And let's give the address, too. Just, just for those that, you know, may not, um, I don't know. It is 1912 Chester Avenue. Zip code 93301. Once again, 1912 Chester Avenue, Bakersfield, California. Zip code 93301. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the podcast. Bow, 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 bow. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> here it is. Nearly a third... Nearly a third of Gen Z's Zers steal from self-checkout aisles. Survey shows... Um, here's the thing. I've seen multiple articles about this. It's not just um, Gen Z. There's, it showed that up to over 30%.
Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, Kate Binks. We're back, man. Episode 299. Yes, sir. All right, before we get into the podcast, we want to let everybody know we are doing a live podcast at Room 82 uh, on December 16th, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, hear me out. For those that don't know what a live podcast is, we're just going to tell you what it is now. It is an in-person experience. Like if you go to a comedy show or if you go to a concert, we will be live in, I guess, concert. (laughs) I guess, yeah. It'll be live and in person and you'll be able to sit in an audience and actually interject or, you know, we we could walk around with a mic and let you chime in on a subject matter or topic. Mm -hmm. We'll be able to get everybody involved. So this Mm -hmm. will be an in-person podcast. Instead of hearing us in your ears, you'll be able to sit in the stands and have an opinion, yeah, right? Yeah. You want to bring your wife or husband or friend or whatever the case, and you guys want to have a real conversation, pull up. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be in Bakersfield. So those of I know some some listeners are not in uh, California or even Bakersfield. So it'll be in right. Bakersfield. And you'll uh, the to get in, it's it's technically free, but you know we we're taking donations. Yeah. So. If yeah. you feel like you want to pay three dollars to get in, you can pay three dollars. If you feel like feel like you put, want to pay one dollar to get in, you can get in with one dollar. Yeah, it's just so. donation based, man. Anything, yeah, any anything mm-hmm. that is a donation is completely fine for sure. Yeah, because yeah. my my thing is is we want to have a good time. But hey, if we can make money doing it, also that's great. Mm-hmm. You know, but we want to. We really the purpose behind this is we've been doing this podcast for five years. And we haven't had anything in person. We don't want to just be guys sitting behind, uh, you know, behind microphones and behind YouTube. We want to get out and touch the people. I want to grab some booty. <laughs> I just like to let those ones marinate. <laughs> let it marinate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, I'm Big just fella. playing. There, there's no sexual assault will not be taking place <laughs> at this event. That is not taking place for sure. Only yeah. consensual. Only consensual. Only stuff. consensual booty grabs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. But don't you know? I don't 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 do it. Don't take it literal, because I don't want to have some girl like you gonna grab my butt. And I'm like, <laughs> not yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's not thick enough. <laughs> it's also our 300th episode, so yes. that's a, that's a huge deal for us. So that's mm-hmm. kind of why we wanted to make this one like a like a real event. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, most definitely, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 300 episodes is is one hell of a. Uh, it's one hell of an experience, man, a long ride, man. But yep. we won't bore you with too many details, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, we, we got the Eventbrite thing up. We already have it up now. And mm-hmm. I have it. The link is in the bio mm-hmm. of the podcast uh, Instagram, okay? So yeah. you can click on that. And let's give the address, too. Just, just for those that, you know, may not, um, I don't know. It is 1912 Chester Avenue. Zip code 93301. Once again, 1912 Chester Avenue, Bakersfield, California. Zip code 93301. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the podcast. All right. There uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Nearly a third. Nearly a third of Gen Z's Zers steal from self-checkout aisles. Survey shows. Um, here's the thing. I've seen multiple articles about this. It's not just um, 
Gen Z. There's it showed that up to over 30% of people are stealing from self-checkout at Walmart. Right? Is it on purpose? Yeah, they're stealing. They're marking things, they're they're scanning items as different items, all kinds of shit's happening. Dang. Yeah. Roughly one in three young shoppers in the US has admitted to giving themselves five finger discounts at self-checkout counters. A new survey shows, according to a loan to loan market. Marketplace Lending Tree, 31% of Gen Zers consumers have stolen items from self-checkout kiosks <clears throat> compared to 50% of consumers of any age. Those figures come as business work to combat shoplifting, which some retailers have blamed for hurting their financial performance and even store closures. Man, shut the fuck up. You motherfuckers got something called insurance. Shut up. Okay? Here, here's my thing. Now, I hate to say this, right, because I'm not stealing from stores. But if you can scan a 50-inch TV as grapes, then more power to you, buddy. <laughs> more, more fucking power to you. This is what y'all get for making us do your job, okay? You got us scanning items and shit. That's what y'all should be doing. No, okay? I'm cool. I like self-checkout. I I'm not a huge fan of it because a lot of times self-checkout be fucking up. And then you got to call somebody to help you out anyways. It's like, bro, you, you guys are just trying to... You're trying to automate jobs. All you're trying to do is hire less people, and you're making it. And then you got the nerve to ask us for a fucking five star rating at the end. Why? For doing your job, motherfucker. Well, you're rating the technology. You're not rating their job. Man, that's fuck the, y'all. That's for the the software engineers to know if they're they're um, if the the thing is smooth or not. Can you imagine if you <clears throat> can you imagine if you like sent a text message survey after yeah. you had sex or something? Dang. And you only get five stars. Yeah. Imagine if you had like uh what do you call that uh Google ratings and you get like that's what that's what you should do. Like after you smash some some chick, send them the the little uh review link and then like have it, you know how they be having like the um the gift cards attached to it? Right, right. Like the, you know, like do this survey and you'll get like a free meal or you get like a free you should do that. You should add a little incentive on to the end of it. Dope. Get like a twenty five dollar gift card with it. Yeah. If yeah. it was five stars, they definitely gonna get uh they're gonna get a Chili's gift card. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get you some of them Buffalo wings, girl. A little Starbucks gift card. Get a little Starbucks, a little twenty five dollar one. Yeah. But if you become a gold member, that's when I gotta go with it. fifty. Or or if if it's like if it's on another level, yeah. now I gotta go Costco. Now you yeah. gotta get a hundred dollar Costco yeah. gift card. Treat it like Patreon tiers, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 yeah that'd be crazy. <laughs> God, that'd be nuts. I you know, I wonder what that would what would happen is if you had relations with a young lady and then you send her a legit fucking be like you give her her rating and you have notes and she just opens a link and be like amazing time sex was great five stars and then un- i don't think i don't i think women would laugh i don't think they would be offended bro yeah if and then underneath that it's like literally a link to like 75 dollar gift card from starbucks yeah they'd be like oh my god yeah you put your name into a raffle and then like damn dip- yeah but, but i don't think women would like that part because that means it's all kind of other girls you had sex <laughs> with and they all in the raffle. Yeah. They'd be like, mm, he didn't choose me. Yeah. It would have to be one of the little spinny wheel things. Yeah. 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 That's how, uh, what is that? The app Timu. They got those like yeah. little, little spinny wheel. That sounds like something Future would do. He'd be like, I'm going to put your name in the raffle real quick. <laughs> I got like 100 girls in there, five baby mamas. 
Let me spin it around. Is uh, Future going to the podcast next Saturday? He was like, y'all niggas need to stop making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> I done had about enough of y'all. I'm here in person to let you know. <laughs> Future sounds like he is like in a constant, like he sounds like he's fighting for his fucking life when he talks. Yeah. Golly. Collapse lung or something. Yeah, like I got something medically wrong with me. <laughs> I went to the doctor and said I was full of codeine. <laughs> like, dang, he, you need to go on a fucking liver cleanse or something, man. <laughs> something ain't right with you, man. <laughs> and when he and the, and girls go crazy <clears throat> for it, they're like, oh my God, I love his voice. <clears throat> and he literally sounds like he's fucking fighting for his life. <laughs> like he's having an asthma attack while he talks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, motherfuckers are stealing, basically. Yeah. I think this will be mitigated if you actually went through a line where somebody scanned your items. Mm -hmm. But due to the fact that they want to save money, this is what they're doing. I just hate it, like, back in the day when you go to Walmart and it's, like, one line. It's, like, two lines and they long as fuck. And they wait till the line, go damn near to the door, and they're like, uh, Chelsea, come to checkout. Chelsea, mm -hmm. come to checkout, please. And it's yeah. like, you got one more cashier. Yeah, I never understood that as a kid. Um, Walmart used to have like 20 registers, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it would only be two or three that was open. And now, I'd be like, yo, this I, is stupid. I had a different experience, though. Back in the day, it was this girl. I'm not going to say any names. But she had a big old booty, this Mexican chick that used to work at the East Side Walmart, mm -hmm. right? Well, that dwindles it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would go into Walmart and, and you know... At any time of the day, even like before they closed, she was in there. Mm -hmm. And she was. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she literally would go, like, I would go up there and be in the line. She'd be like, here, come over here. Mm -hmm. And then she would go and check me, like, check all my stuff out and, mm -hmm. like, one more customer and then lead a line. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. Too bad I didn't get that booty, but I I did get checked out at Walmart. So yeah. it, it works out. Check it, check, getting checked out while you checked her out, huh? Yep, and it helped out. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much for your service. <laughs> yeah. I think that to, to me personally, I, I you know, just because like you said, I hate it waiting in lines. Um self-checkouts are so much faster. They do, I think it's I think it's the they probably, I'm sure they have done like some sort of cost benefit analysis in terms of mm. Walmart and stuff like that. And yeah. they realize that paying an employee X amount of dollars to sit on the register versus, um, you know, paying them, uh, you know, to do something else or not paying them at all uh, versus like the cost of items getting stolen. Right, right, it right. probably balances, balances out. People are stealing from Walmart anyways. That's why oh, they yeah. got the people standing there you know marking off the the uh your receipts nigga you know? they locking up deodorant now yeah they, they locking up all kind of stuff that you really wouldn't think would be locked up they locking up deodorant they locked up all the colognes yeah. they locking up and it's like fuck i gotta call a manager for this they've been done locked up condoms why we need to have them out hand them for they, free yeah, they need to hand them out when they walk out the door man that yeah. babe man if a kids is still in condoms hey for all the kids still in condoms <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> Too much teen pregnancy, man. Y'all got to cover y'all dicks up. This shit is getting out of control, man. That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> if I found out my son was still in condoms, I'd be like, that's a good job, son. Come to the 300th, ep 300th episode. <laughs> we handing out free condoms. Yeah, man. More people need to wear fucking condoms. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was- That was a-, a uh, uh, I want you to forget your no, point, you but I remember when- um, I, I do like research on like marketing uh, schemes and stuff like that. 
and uh, you know, like stuff like um, you know, like when when Apple came out with the 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 kind of colorful commercials with the iPad where people dancing and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then like certain artists would would do certain things. Like Fifty Cent had like the like the G Unit the gear, and he had his own coin and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the ones I thought was pretty cool was um, Three Six Mafia. At their concerts, they would have like their lyrics. It was like slob on my knob, but it was like condoms that they that they had like kind of wrapped up, and it was like it was. I thought that was a. They had condoms with the like on the package that had the lyrics. Yeah, it said slob on my knob, and then it had the the little condom on. So man, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. So imagine some. That's I wonder if somebody actually used the condoms in there though. Um, I didn't. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was not using those condoms. Imagine if the lyrics, as much was, as I tried, imagine if the lyrics was on the condom. Oh, damn, that'd be crazy. Nah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Handle your job. That's wild. Uh, <laughs> don't, I'll, 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 <laughs> You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> on my mind. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> oh man, mm-hmm. Three Six Mafia is so crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I was talking to somebody one day, and it was like, I was like, yeah, I got this at a concert. I was like, low key bragging, and it was like, you would use that, and I was like, well, I guess not. Like, I don't know. They yeah, made would, me. They made me feel bad for even like using the three six. I wouldn't trust rapper <clears throat> rapper condoms. <laughs> I wouldn't trust them. <laughs> You'd be like Juicy J. I used your condom and now I'm, my wife is pregnant. Man, like, nigga, I told you not to use the motherfucking condoms, nigga. That was, <laughs> that was props. That wasn't a real <laughs> condom, nigga. Shut the Oh man, what'd be crazy is you know how they you know they have like vinyl or records how they play when you spin them. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you start hearing lyrics when you actually using the condom. Damn. They'd be like, yeah, ho. <laughs> <laughs> you get into a groove. Oh, uh, man. I'm riding spinners. I'm riding spinners. <laughs> that don't stop. I'm riding spinners. <laughs> That's a trip. Yeah. I'll be Sometimes I'd be a little surprised that you remember these songs, but I'm like, yeah. bro, you consumed all the things me and your brother consumed when yeah, you were a kid. Yeah, I was bumping all of that. Same exact yeah. shit. Gubba too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the same shit. And, yeah. and that's what happens when you have older siblings. Yeah. Some people are like old. They got like old souls, though. Mm-hmm. Like I know um, sometimes I'll be surprised at my little sister. She's eight years younger than me. Mm-hmm. But she'll be singing word for word like some 90s R&B. Yeah, but she's <clears> been <throat> immersed in it for a long time. Nah, I think she just did her own due diligence. Really? Like, yeah, it's independent. Because um, she's born in 2000. So yeah. Like she, she. I mean, you get like the tail end of like '90s stuff, mm. but you don't really start. Con, you don't really start diving into music till you like At ten, least. eleven. Oh yeah, a little yeah. Older, yeah. I mean, you probably know the pop pop songs when you're a little younger, but when you really start like curating your own music, you got to be like, I would say you like probably like eleven years yeah. old. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's some music that I know word for word, and I wasn't even born when it came out. Like, uh, yeah. but it's like mid '80s shit because I came around in '85, yeah. and uh, Tears for Fears had that real big song in '85. Remember that song? Everybody wants to rule the world, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So that album had a couple of hits on it. It was that one, and it was a song called Shout. Mm-hmm. And I was just on the truck driving back, and I'm just singing it. And I was like, dude, how do I know all the lyrics? Yeah. So, yeah. That's a beautiful thing about me. I was thinking about that. Uh, me and my guy was talking at church today, 
and we were talking about um, just like how music, how beautiful like a music royalty is. And you mm, know, we yeah. talked about like Jason Weaver, how he got the the, the deal with uh, Hell yeah. Lion King Lion and King. stuff like that. He's still and, getting paid <clears throat> off of that. Yeah, and it's just like such a you know, it would be a huge blessing to have like a number one song and just be able to eat off that. Because there was a mm. girl, um, the movie. Uh, the Greatest Showman, I think. I was in this course and we were, and they showed this video and it was her on like Britain, Britain's Got Talent or something. And she got on there and she was like, you know, she was like, some of you may have, you know, you may know my voice or you may not. But she was like, I sang the, I don't remember the song name, but I sang the song for The Greatest Showman. And everybody was like, what the heck? And she was like, yeah. Uh, she was like, at that point in my life, I kind of wanted to play the background. So, when they um when I sang the like the reference track for um for the for the album, the lead actor in the movie, um, she was just like, Man, I'm not singing that over. Like let her sing it mm. and then I'll just lip sync it. And she was like they were like, So why didn't you sign a deal after that? You literally have a number like your mm. voice is on the number one song in the country. And they were like and she just said, like, you know, I just wanted to at that point in my life, I was just kind of afraid of being in the forefront. Oh, and then man. she sang a song and she just blew everybody's socks off. So, um, you know, it's just, I don't know where I was going with that. But, you know, that's a story about, you know, uh, just like the beauty of music and how it can just like last. I right? wonder if you could download your brain, how much fucking memory is in there. It's got to be. It's gotta yeah, be, it's that would gotta be, be crazy, right? It's got to be infinite. Terabytes of just, infinite. just stuff. And it, the thing about it is stuff like um, just tucked tucked yeah, away where like it's triggered by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so much. Like it's it's so many parts of like it's so many things you like learned. Like 10 years of doing karate or yeah. Muay Thai and then mm-hmm. sex mm-hmm. and then fucking boxing and then mm-hmm. all the foods you've consumed and mm-hmm. all the books you've read. But think about all the random stuff. Like I be thinking about all the time, like the route tree, you know, yeah. playing receiver, you know, like the yeah. route, like this is a zero route. This is a one route. This mm-hmm. is a two route. Dig. Like all the twos are like in breaking routes. All the odds mm-hmm. are out. You know, it's just like random stuff you realize. Um, it's so much. That has nothing to do with nothing. Yeah. it's And it's so much information yeah it's nuts it's damn if you and it's so much that you would have to like really dig down and sometimes you it's not that you forget things it's that that they don't even pop up until somebody brings it up you know there's probably somebody that has done it what do you mean like literally just took out a word document and just wrote every memory they have like when i was four i drank Kool-Aid for the first, you know, just just something random like. Nah, nigga, ain't nobody, that ain't your first time drinking Kool-Aid. Probably younger than If that. you black and you grew up poor, nigga, you was drinking that shit out the bottle. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> you was like, diabetes! <laughs> I went to uh, my guy's baby shower today and then there was this game that we was playing where we had to drink out of a bottle. And um, as an adult, drinking out of a bottle is like, it's like dang near impossible. As a kid, because the, the little the little hole on the 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 nipple is like so small, so as a you know as a baby, you just having a good like time. The, I like them big nipples. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> well, yeah, no, team, I was just thinking. Team Ariola. <laughs> Go ahead. But nah, no, nah, I was just saying it's hard to drink out of a bottle. You don't really, you know, as an adult, you don't really have that experience, but. Um, you know, some of them kids when they be crying, they be like when when they be hungry still is because you got to make that nipple a little bigger so they can consume Sheesh. more. 
Please consume more milk. Y'all heard that? Yeah. Y'all better make them nipples bigger. <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably one of the most uh, like socially awkward things is like a woman breastfeeding. Yeah. Like I'll be always, I'll always be respectful and like give them space and walk away or whatever. Yeah. But like if you just, so weird. If you just busting your titty out at Burger King, it's like. And women begin so offended when we just like, hey, we want privacy for everybody. But for some reason that offends women. Like don't tell us to do with our bodies. Yeah, but here's the thing though. Here's here's where they do have a point. We tend to pay attention like when we're sexualizing breasts, but when a woman is breastfeeding, then it's like, oh, this is too much. So at the same time, I kind of get what they're saying, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I don't know if your titty should be out at Burger King. Yeah, you know what I'm or saying, or like a family event. Yeah, you know? like you don't need to be at fucking Disneyland with your titty out. Yeah, I probably seen as a kid more titty than I needed to at that point in time because somebody was breastfeeding yeah it's just it's like what's going you don't know what's going on yeah but the thing about it is th- it's not even the fact that a woman is breastfeeding it's women that breastfeed but they got a whole cover and everything over them so you don't know what's going on it's the, it's like the the extremely like super like super rebellious breastfeeders <laughs> they just pull their titties out. Just titty hanging. They got no. Nah, they be pulling them both out. <laughs> it's like all out. the baby need is one titty, ma'am. They don't yeah, need why both is of your them. Other titty out. It's like wait a minute. I think there might be a little bit of something else going on here. I I think that as a society we be fighting for the wrong stuff. Yeah, sometimes it's not. It's not the yeah. fight. It's not. It's not a fight worth fighting for. Yeah, it's a it's a lot going on in the world. It's it's uh, war and all kind of other stuff, and it's it's some people's their biggest battle was like freeing titties. Oh yeah, like, was it free the nipple? I guess that was a hashtag. Yeah, that was a movement. I don't <clears throat> I don't get it, man. Yeah. I, I personally I don't get it, mm-hmm. but I do understand the nuances of it. Like like the, we talked about. The only thing that I would say in terms of that is like, um, you don't want to like inconvenience like a con- a hungry crying baby. A hundred percent. But at the same time, it's really simple to uh, you know just kind of carry like they already carry in like some sort of like knapsack or something like that anyway. So you Can know. You, but hold on, can you imagine if you're like some extremely progressive dude, right? And you support the public breastfeeding, but then you get involved in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like if you see a, a baby crying, like, uh, 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 and you like, I think the baby's hungry, ma'am. <laughs> I, I think the baby's hungry. Do you breastfeed? <laughs> if you do, you really should try to breastfeed him right here. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, my God, I think he's harassing me. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's just tricky. It's very tricky. Um, and I think that people are trying to push this narrative where we can just like, you know, somebody can pull out their titty in the middle of Central Park in New York <laughs> and then it's just like, it's just normal. But. I don't. I don't see that. Don't do it in Central Park. If you pull the titty out in Central Park, it'll be a homeless nigga. Like, I need milk. I, <laughs> I need. I ain't had no milk since 1973. I need some milk. God dang. Yeah, it's <laughs> gonna be a homeless nigga out there jacking off to your to your to your breastfeeding. You don't want that. You, you said what? There's going to be a homeless nigga jacking off to you breastfeeding. You don't want that. Because it's homeless people just jacking off. They jacking off to their imagination. So if they see, if they see some breastfeeding going on, it's going to be like, what the heck? <laughs> you can just imagine what's going on in a, a homeless masturbation thought. They be jacking up like... 
They be jacking off like, damn, I'm nigga, hungry. Nigga jacking off to the <laughs> <laughs> jacking off to the BGs. And you can tell by the way I move my walk. I'm the warmest man. No time to talk. Remember that, that time you remember that time you said you seen a homeless dude beating his meat in the summertime? <laughs> he was jacking off to his own sweat. <laughs> that shit is sad. It's great. It's it's hilarious. Nah, it was so hot. It was too hot. The nigga was like, and the cold part about it is it was kids around. Oh, and, man. you know, I worked on a TV show. And um, so you think you can dance. And that year they had kids on there. So the kids was like 10 years old, like 12 years old, 11 years old. And, you know, even um, if anybody, anybody likes like dance videos on Instagram, Akita the Great was, uh, he was on the show. So, you know, the van will pull up and then the kids will hop out with their parents and stuff. And then they will go to rehearsal at this little dance studio. And it was just a dude just sitting there just beating his meat. And it was hot, hot, like in the middle of the summertime. It was probably June. And yeah, and he was just over there. And it, it, he wasn't like he wasn't being weird like to the kids. The kids was like not even a part of the situation. He was like I said, he was beating his meat to his imagination <laughs> and using sweat as lube. <laughs> That's one thing I ain't never did. I ain't never been. I ain't never used no sweat as Lou. It's probably fire. <laughs> We've been missing out, bro. Next time I jack off, I'm going to work out before I jack off. <laughs> uh, the what most wild thing I've seen homeless-wise is I was heading back home and, and near Stockdale, and it turns into New Stein once you go across the, uh, go across the uh, Stockdale. Mm-hmm. But- New Stein right there is like a bus stop and it's a store. Mm. This nigga was pissing, facing the street mm. on the street corner, standing there with his dick out peeing like yeah, the uh, a, a a a long stream of piss in the street. <laughs> and people's like bam 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 bam. Now this is how I know that the the Los Angeles homeless problem is bleeding in the LA, bleeding in the Bakersfield because and for the life of me I have never seen this type of homelessness mm-hmm. like only this type of homelessness exists in larger cities Bakersfield has done a great job over the years of controlling the homelessness that exists in throughout the city but. You know it's a problem, and you know these people are not from here when they be homeless, like way out in Rosedale. You like, yeah. wait, what the fuck is That's going on? That's not the homeless location. That's not the homeless location. The yeah. homeless location in Bakersfield is like Baker. Yeah, like anything off Baker and downtown. Yeah, further, more centralized. More centralized, and yeah. it, and and it's not like to say, well, homeless people, you have to be here, but that's where all the services are. That's where like the homeless shelter is, yeah. or the mission, or whatever. Yeah, and where they could take showers and eat food. If you out there in Rosedale homeless, they just going to get you up out of there call the police. The police been arresting them. Really? Yeah, bro. The police That's, been yeah. been picking them up and moving them. The um the wildest thing. So you see some wild, like we record so late that we see some wild stuff on the way home. Man. I remember I seen a nigga looking like Zelda, like a homeless. <laughs> <laughs> like he had, he had a backpack on, but the nigga had a, like a freaking sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo. Oh, man. I'd be like, man, I'm glad I'm in a car right now. Oh, man. That nigga had them Zelda boots on. <laughs> oh, man. It's actually Link, but yeah, the character's name is Link. Oh, man. Is That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> a homeless nigga looking like Zelda. That's probably, <laughs> That sounds like a real good. That sounds like if you, you told that story in like a stand up joke and you yeah. played it. Oh, man. <laughs> 
So I was going down the street, man. I seen this, this homeless nigga look like Donkey Kong, right? <laughs> like, damn. Yeah. Oh, dude, today, I swear, bro, I swear to God, no lie. <clears throat> Some nigga got arrested at the gym this morning. Oh, damn. I was at the gym at like 6.45, 7 a.m., mm-hmm. and I'm in there working out, and it's this dude in there. Bro, my, I swear to God to y'all, I am not playing. It was a dude working out, and he had... Uh, he had a uh, it was like a dress shirt, but it was a short sleeve with a tie on and a beanie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this guy looks out of place. And, he, <laughs> and he's working out. He's, well, he working out with a freaking tie on. I swear, bro. I swear to God, I'm not playing. I, I started. I was doing my cardio, and I looked over, and I was like, mm, whatever. This guy looks like he's out of place. Yeah. Maybe mental health to, yeah. to be in there with a beanie and a dress shirt yeah. with a uh, not even a long sleeve with a tie on mm-hmm. and some like cut off shorts like mm-hmm. some like they look like they probably were slacks mm-hmm. so about 15 20 minutes go by and i see four police walk right by me i was like what the fuck is going on here yeah and then i'm like and i was and i was like betting in my mind like they're going they're going to that guy with the tie yeah they're going to that guy with the tie and then he yeah. was like what's up and they just grabbed him and forced him out the jail. Nah, yeah. they didn't even talk to him. No, nah, they just get like they they kind of mm-hmm. like surrounded him. He must have just walked in and started working out. Yeah, there. and they probably told him, "Hey, you can't do that." Yeah, and they was like, "You got to leave." Mm-hmm. And then uh, everybody like was like kind of slowed down. Mm-hmm. Like me, I was doing cardio and I had it on fifth. I had the the, the level at fifteen, mm-hmm. and my I was my my heart rate was up, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hold on, let me slow this motherfucker down so I can mm-hmm. see what's going on." <laughs> And yeah, they they the dude walked right by me with all the cops dragging yeah. his motherfucking ass out. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Don't try to sneak in the. I don't think he even tried to sneak in the Planet Fitness, bro. Yeah, I think this dude just tried to like just walk in and work out. You got to be more discreet if you do do that. Like at least come in with a little gym bag or something like that. Make it look like you belong there. And the skinny dude at the counter was like, "Hey, you you can't be here, man. <laughs> you're not supposed to be here." And the dude wasn't intimidated. He was like, "Man, shut up." The way he said that? Yeah, the skinny dude was like, you're not supposed to be here. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, like, literally, right after he said that, the puff fucking police came in. There. That was that quick? Mm-hmm. They probably was down the street. Yeah, they they look real. I mean, if I was a cop, I'd be annoyed if I got to remove a motherfucker from a gym. Yeah. It's like, man, I got, got better something better. stuff to do. Yeah, I got better yeah. shit to do, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, I don't know, man. Because that in itself, it's like real crime taking place. Yeah. You got motherfuckers really doing shit. Yeah, there's there's people out here stabbing each other and all. It's did you hear about the the Christmas parade? Where Man, a drunk driver ran over like three people. Yeah, I did. Yeah, he hit That's three people. Cool, dog. But the the age of the people was crazy. One was like twenty one, another one was like thirty five, and one of them was seventy seven. God dang! Like, can you imagine going your whole life not getting hit by cars? Dang! And you just minding your business. Yeah, you well, you basically fucking Joe Biden's age getting hit by a truck. That's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, at least he don't discriminate. There's no ageism when the people he nigga. Hit. If Biden got hit by a truck, I think it's over. Yeah, you're not it, coming back from that. With those he, type of injuries at that age, you don't really survive. Yeah, you do. a lot and of if time. he does come back, he gonna be stuttering like a motherfucker. You thought yeah. it was bad before. Yeah, he gonna be like, false, 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 false. Where, 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 uh, uh, forget about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be the end of it. I wonder what his brain looked like if he was to like download all the stuff. Oh my his, gosh. He got all kind of compartments in his brain. He got errors. Yeah, he got all kind of stuff. Yeah. He was like, oh, who freed the slaves? <laughs> 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 that nigga was around in 1865. <laughs> when I was in high school in 1865. <laughs> I remember we freed the slaves and came around. 
I had a friend named Tyrone. <laughs> Tyrone was a slave. His family was slaves. <laughs> we love slaves. <laughs> Let me tell you something, America. We, you vote me, you vote for me. I, 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 I'll be sure to get you into slavery. We'll get you back to get <laughs> slaves back. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Me and Abe Lincoln went to junior high together. Hey, folks, folks, folks. <laughs> look, look, listen, listen. Abraham Lincoln, he was black. Nobody, nobody knows that. Folks, folks, <laughs> folks. I'm being me, serious. Me and Abe Lincoln, the reason I knew he was black because we had gym together. And when he washed up after PE, I'll tell you, he's down to his kneecaps. <laughs> when, when, false, false, false. When he washed his, his, his genital, tell you, when he wore, he washed himself, when he washed himself, false, false. <laughs> this nigga Biden be tripping. Trump is hilarious too, though, because Trump just, like, Trump will just say the most blunt, dumb, fucked up shit. Yeah. He was like, um, I don't know. He's stupid. I don't know. What <laughs> Maybe he's gay. I didn't say that. <laughs> Maybe he's gay. I, I don't know he about that. He'd be skirting them uh, lawsuits. Maybe he is. I don't know. Be like, that's, he'll just say, like, that's what I heard. That's what that's what their people are saying. People are saying he's gay. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Maybe someone else is. <laughs> My opponent's gay. <laughs> Shane Gillis had me fucking dying. Because mm-hmm. Shane was talking <clears throat> about uh, Trump. Trump will just come out. They'll like say something factual or bring up some type of stat, and they'll be like, "My opponent's gay." <laughs> <laughs> oh, he kept bringing up Hunter Biden. He's like, he's like, folks, the policies that 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 that, that are in right now, we're gonna buddy by twenty twenty three. We're not gonna we're not gonna have what we need. Mm-hmm. Trump's like, Hunter Biden smoking crack as we speak right now. <laughs> he's doing crack. <laughs> That's crazy. America can't pay for your son's crack. <laughs> it's about time we got somebody out of there. Hunter Biden, wild, bro. He just got, there was some, I think I seen. He was driving over 100 miles an hour smoking crack, yo. That is so crazy. I'm like, dog, he's a grown ass. He's like like late 50s, too. No, Joe, you you have to acknowledge your son, dog. Like, he don't say nothing about his son. Nah. He out here doing heroin, crack, yeah. recording himself. They got sex tapes, all kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, he does. Man, I bet you Hunter Biden just like he get a salad and sprinkle some crack on it. Damn, he'd be like, man. And then Biden, Joe Biden accidentally, accidentally eat it. Hunter, 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 Hunter. Why is the salad so crunchy, yeah. folks? Folks, why is why is it so crunchy, folks? <laughs> man, let's move on, man. We didn't just turn this into a freak show. All right, switching freak gears. Off. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what Diddy called it, a freak off? <laughs> I want y'all to stand over their neck and touch each other. <laughs> take that, take that, take that. <laughs> hey, you right there, young brother with the big black penis. Damn. I need you to come over here, man. <laughs> yeah. We're going to freak off. <laughs> we going to freak uh, That's right. Uh. You know the craziest part? They was calling in the in the affidavit, they calling it FOs. <laughs> freak offs? <laughs> Why they get the freak offs an acronym? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's wild. The shit that's in there, bro, is wild. That's some wild stuff. Diddy, I guess Diddy came out with a statement on his Instagram like, yeah. this is enough. Like, nigga, of course you got to do this. Cassie's friend had came out saying, like, she was backing up everything. She said all that stuff was true. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's some crazy stuff. Yeah, that's <clears> a lot, man. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, when we go party together, man, we ain't never party, man. Like, really party. Diddy is, a, Diddy is different. Like, I, I I wouldn't say, I'm not going to say, like, I met Diddy, like, we was kicking it. But, like, I've been, That's right. I've been in the um, studio. Basically, it was a situation where I was recording um, a studio session where right. he was, like, um, the album that he has out right now, um, he was trying to get it mixed by uh by by engineer. So we were in there like recording and stuff yeah. like that. And um I was I was like looking for the weirdness. I ain't gonna front. Like I was <laughs> I was waiting on it like <clears throat> but he was super I wouldn't say he was regular, but he was like he was like rich regular. Like it yeah. wasn't like he wasn't on no nonsense. Like he acknowledged everybody. It wasn't like nothing like don't look me in the eyes type stuff. Like yeah. he was like, Hey there, what's up everybody? There's literal <laughs> photographic evidence that Keith was in the studio with P. Diddy too. He yeah. just doesn't post this stuff. Yeah, I have a screenshot somewhere where oh, I'm, in okay. the I'm in the background. I was actually on a Ali's uh, in, the engineers on his page. Yeah, he was in there with a couple of people. You said, like Diddy and who was another one you had seen? I forgot who it was. Um and that's oh, I seen um I seen Boss who signed a J. Yeah, Cole. Yeah. Um, there's a couple other people. It's a car. It's a car. Yeah, it's a car. Yeah, that's so. right. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know if Mozzie was there. I think I was in the studio with Mozzie, or I, I was in the same. Um, I was with the, the whole team, Mozzie's team, and uh, Funny Marco. I met a few people like in the music world, just hanging out with Pat and stuff, and or Blue Pair. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, I was looking for like the weird because you know it's like. Some stuff in there. You just hear certain things, and I don't, not even like on that type of, not on this this allegations type of time, but just like I just was looking for whatever. It's like, yo, <laughs> what's going on, man? How you doing? Yeah. What, what's your name, man? Yeah. Oh, my name is Keith. Hey, what's up, Keith? You like lotion, man? Chill out, man. You like lotion? Chill I want to know, dog. man. <laughs> I got cocoa butters and all that. <laughs> Straight up, real talk. It was weird because they was like they was doing the most. Like, you they, ever been to Brooklyn, Keith? Nah. You like cheesecake? <laughs> you like chopped cheese, bro? <laughs> you like some chopped cheese or whatever? Nah. I can show you around, man. Me and my me and my clique, man. We got lotion and all that. <laughs> You're like, what's going on? <laughs> I bet you that nigga done got all kind of little cameramen and stuff. Like dudes just trying to like, I'm just trying to work, man. Yeah, I'm just trying to work too. God dang. Yeah. God dang. <laughs> close that close that door behind you, man. <laughs> Like I, I I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> Loosen up, man. Take this pill, man. <laughs> That's great. Oh man. Nah, that is wild. <laughs> but back to my story. So I'm in the studio, man. I got my camera. The same this can this same camera. This is the camera I was recording the freak offs with. It's <laughs> a freak off camera. Oh uh-huh. man. Get the juices, Keith. Get the juices. You see the juices coming out right there. You see the juices coming out. Get the juices, man. Dang. Recording the juices in 6K is crazy. That's wild. Oh man. Um but no, I was in the studio and um he was like so interesting because he he's not like a very technical person. Like there's some people that could say like, oh, you know, like the high end on that vocal, just just take it out a little bit. That you know, it's a little bit harsh. Or the bottom end on that kick, just give it a little bit more oomph for like take out like somewhere around like you know 300 hertz or something like that to help help the kick in the 808. You know, there's people that talk like that, right? <clears throat> but Diddy talks in terms of like feelings. Mm. He's like, yo, like. It just the the song is not it's not really hidden right now. Like I I just need something more. Like the the eight oh eight, like the the bass line gotta sound like sex. And 
the crazy part about like the way he was describing all is that all of that is like I completely understood what he was saying. Like he yeah. just has a way of like it don't it don't make sense. And maybe like in retrospect, he probably should have used like a different, different. way to describe 100%, it. hundred percent. He should have used like some I don't know like just, yeah. just different sound quality. But yeah, yeah. <clears throat> especially with his, the with the current events. Yeah, he's like you know you got to make it sound like sex, and like if it don't go, sometimes you got to take it by force. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you gotta get- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want this kick to sound like a freak off. <laughs> Yo, man, P. Diddy is so crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I hope this is not true. And yeah, 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 yeah. It's this is a tricky situation, and um, they they just kind of dogpiling right now. So yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Ah, let's switch gears, man. Switching gears. What does standing on business mean? Okay, um, let me click the article here because this is what people are saying. Standing on business, what the Internet's latest slang term means and, and how to use it. Uh, trying to brush up on some slang before you see young family members this holiday season. <laughs> Confused funny. by a term you keep seeing in the comment section of seemingly every online video. If you're feeling out of touch, you're not alone. The rapid fire spread of constantly changing and evolving abbreviations, terms, acronyms can confuse even the most plugged in among us. Uh, don't worry, you don't don't worry. USA Today is here to help. Uh, if you if you're hoping to stay cool in the eyes of younger cousin this Christmas, look no further. Today we'll be covering the recent popular term <coughs> "standing on business" or "stand on business." What does Riz mean? Here's the definition. Okay, first of all, I'm 38, nigga. I'm not saying Riz. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that shit. Is, that shit is weak. Back in the day, we called it like uh, spitting game. Right, mm. and that that lasted a long time. Yeah, the whole game, or like, like saying something was the bomb. That was like in the late mid mid eighties. Mm. That lasted all throughout the nineties, even to now. It's still relevant. But this whole standing on business, mm. it's gonna fade. Nah, standing on business gonna be around. Standing on business been around before this though. <clears throat> but the thing about it is, nobody ever used it like that. What you mean? Like standing on business, no one. It wasn't that popular of a of a statement mm-hmm. or term at the time. But because Drewski brought it in the fucking skit, it went viral on the internet and too many people like I just hate how people use it out of context. Mm. Like they'll be like, I just went to In N Out Burger and they and that burger stands on business. <laughs> it's like shut the fuck up. You're not even using it like in a in a sensible way. Yeah. Like what's weird is in a, and especially in the United States, in the Western world we find buzzwords and statements, and we use them improperly, like narcissism, like na- narcissism or narcissist. Yeah, we like people love using that word or saying the word toxic. Everything is toxic. Some of these are like real uh, medical diagnoses. A hundred percent. Yeah, and they be just casually throwing them around, throwing it around. They don't even know the proper diction of these words. Like <laughs> people, that, like the like you throw like a bone to your dog, and be like. He doesn't even want the bone. My dog is so toxic. <laughs> You're like, shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> Your dog is not toxic. Your dog is stupid. <laughs> there's, a big, there's a big difference. My dog just barks at everybody that walks by. He's just so toxic. My dog, oh, he barks at everybody. He is so standing on business. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. My dog is sniffing the other dog's butt. He just showed him some riz. <laughs> he is rizzing that other dog up. <laughs> 
I went to Panda Express and I winked at him and he gave me more orange chicken. <laughs> he was standing on business. That day. <laughs> like, shut up and eat your fortune cookie. That's comedy. Oh, hey, man. I ain't gonna front. Remember I called you the other day or was talking on the phone and I was making some orange chicken? Oh yeah. I ain't gonna front. I could give I could get Panda a run for their money. I bet you could. Yeah. I bet you could, man. Yeah. Now now what what was your recipe? What'd you use? Almond flour or regular flour or what? Yeah, so you cook the chicken regular, like you fry it regularly. Mm-hmm. How you do it? Like I, what I'll do is I'll do like um, just regular um, all-purpose flour with some cornstarch and then mm-hmm. you season it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, however you want to, then you fry the chicken. What do you? What kind of seasonings do you use, Keith? Uh, Since you brought this up, you want to kind of be a little more elaborate on what? You I don't. Use. I don't. I mean, I don't really. I'm not going. I'm not going to act like I make the best fried chicken. So I, don't quote me on that part. To quote me on like the. The texture and the quality. And I don't even know the recipe. I got the recipe written down. Come on, man. Use a ginger. Um, you use like oyster oil, sesame, sesame, sesame seed oil. This nigga putting ginseng in this um, shit. Brown, sh- not brown sugar, regular sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, then you need some uh, soy sauce. Um, couple other things. Yeah, but you mix. So you fry the chicken. And then you make the sauce, <clears throat> you, uh, you heat it up, and then it starts to caramelize you put or like orange boil. in it too. You put actual orange. Yeah, in? yeah. You need the not the orange, but you use the the, the orange zest. zest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But honestly, if you leave the orange out, it won't really make that much of a difference because yeah. it's orange chicken. But it's probably just orange chicken because you know there was nothing better to call it. Is it um, orange chicken or is it orange chicken? <laughs> orange chicken. Guys, orange chicken. Shit, fire, man. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm at the uh, do like a little little family thing with the with the orange chicken. That's dope, Pull man. Up. Yeah, I remember, I remember uh, we was watching a game at your house and you had them nuggets. The motherfuckers was good. <laughs> yeah, them little nuggets. Good. What brand was that? Uh, maybe Tyson. Little Tyson. Shout out to Tyson, yo. Yeah. We need we need another sponsor for the ad. Yeah, another we need ad. A Tyson sponsor sponsor. That ad, man. Yeah, I mean it'd be real quick. It'd be like chicken nuggets. Tyson, get them. <laughs> yo, do you like do you like uh, cooking up a meal? In a microwave for two minutes? Nah, or, yeah. Well, yeah. no, actually, nah. Hell, no. Nah, I gotta go in the air fryer, bro. <clears throat> air fryer is the best. Air fryer the best way. Yeah, they missed out on the opportunity with Michael uh, Mike Tyson though. Like if they just did the Ooh, ear ear shaped chicken nuggets. nuggets. Yeah, ear shaped McNuggets. That'd be fire. Ah, uh, the McNuggets. Yeah. <laughs> you just like you design a bag with a bunch of like spit like lips with spit all over yeah. them. Yeah. That'd be crazy. You know how they do the cookies? Like they'll do like, um, like a like a Scooby Doo cookies or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like the special, you know, if the movie is coming out, they do like the the special kind of like. Or they have like, for example, they have a. Excuse me, uh, I have some in my car actually, like Oreo cookies, but they're the they're for the Mario movie. Oh, and, uh, they're like shaped differently and stuff like that. So they could do something like that. With, well, with Mike Tyson. Tyson has an edible brand. And it's uh, shaped like ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, me personally, this is the thing, I, the problem I have. If me, if you found out that Eddie from a Trucker's Mind podcast bit somebody's ear off, I think you would unsubscribe to everything that I've ever done in life. But <laughs> Mike Tyson was such an accomplished bo- like boxer that he could bite an ear and no one would say anything. Yeah. And people don't talk about this, but he bit a leg also. He bit Evander Holyfield's leg, man. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I guess wow. they were talking about it on Joe, uh, Joe Rogan. 
Yeah. I guess somehow it like failed or something happened to me, bit him in his leg too. I'm like, dude, this guy's biting motherfucker. That that is a um That's a primal shit, man. Yeah. I think that's a lesson in life though. I was just talking to one of my guys and he was talking about how like um he was like uh when he was doing certain things, he would be like he had to check himself on hating. Like he would <clears throat> he would just like criticize certain people or criticize mm-hmm. certain things that they were doing, but he said, you know, what he really realized is that that was coming from a place of hate. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a huge discovery. But if you look at the way that that fight played out, um, <clears throat> on the surface, or before you really do the deep dive into like the psychology behind it, you would think that Mike Tyson was, uh, you know. Because he was saying like he was like hitting him with his elbows or something like that, or he was doing like some he was kind of like cheating and the ref wasn't doing anything about it, so mm. he retaliated by biting his ear. Right, that's what he was saying. But I think if you really did the you know did the science behind it, you realize that he was frustrated or hating or mad because he was getting beat up. He was getting yeah. you know he was getting pieced up. So he just kind of wanted some type some type of get back and he couldn't do it with his hands so yep. the only way he could do it was by biting his ear that's wild yo yeah this motherfucker's straight nuts yeah you know what <clears throat> i had a bad day today and if anybody comes anywhere near me i'm biting them <laughs> you be like mike tyson like you got to be you know how talented you got to be to do something that wild like think about this and i i'm not i don't want to hold people to the worst thing they've <clears throat> ever done okay However, we need to realize how talented people are. James Brown has been in trouble multiple times for beating women, mm-hmm. right? We love James Brown. We didn't even know what he was saying. Ah, touch myself. is a man's word. <laughs> right? That's James Brown that we loved, right? Um, Chris Brown. Man, these Browns <clears throat> are different. And, uh, Antonio Brown, all these niggas. Bobby Brown. Man, all the Browns is crazy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Bobby Brown, crack. A lot of crack. Crack, love, a lot of crack. <laughs> still love him. Antonio Brown, CTE. Uh, they love him as a wide receiver. <laughs> they love him. <laughs> he's, you could be that mentally ill and still be with the fucking Bucks and get a Super Bowl. That says a lot. And then, then you got Chris Brown. Physically, there's physical evidence of him beating up Rihanna, right? My thing is this. I don't want to hold him to his worst moment, even though he's, he's done some dumb stuff. But... We got to keep the same energy because I was a fan of fucking Rick James, but Rick James tied a woman up and burned her with a crack pipe for a whole day. Mm. Yeah. They, mm. Like him and some girl, he was, I guess they was having a freak off and <laughs> they tied her. One of the girls got tied up. They were smoking crack and burning her with the pipe. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. That's fucking, man. <laughs> you know what? Just, just because, hold on, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put in some keywords and it's gonna pop up everything. <laughs> Rick James burns woman with crack pipe. <laughs> On August 2nd, 1991, James and his girlfriend Tanya Hijazi were arrested on charges of holding a 24-year-old Francis Ali hostage uh for up to six days. Tying her up, forcing her to perform sexual acts, and burning her legs and abdomen with the hot end of a crack pipe during a week-long cocaine binge. And we loved him. We loved this guy. And he was forcibly burning people with crack pipes. And he made a huge comeback when he got with Dave Chappelle on the Dave Chappelle show. I'm Rick James, bitch. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, oh, my God, rest in peace, Rick James. Yeah. 
we have to understand too, like there are people we love that have had really bad moments and we don't like hold them to that. So we got to keep the same energy. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm not going to be frowning on Chris Brown. Don't know him. There's some pretty bad stuff. But, hey, I mean, I'm fans of people who did bad things. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's done. Not everybody. Not everybody. I, a lot of our, um, I was just saying today, I was like, man, we won't, we're not even going to have music no more. Like, yeah, if that if we if we wanted to cancel everybody, at this trajectory would nobody be around at this trajectory. Like you, if you if you wanted to cancel everybody that has done something wild, you know, obviously like R. Kelly is probably the biggest one. You know, you might yeah. stop listening to Diddy. Yeah, and Diddy obviously has a lot of songs with a lot of bad boy artists, so that eliminates other people's catalogs. The, yeah, Chris Brown, you might stop listening to mm-hmm. his music. Tory Lanez, <clears throat> man. That's four artists right there. That's a lot. And even like Trey Song, uh, that's five artists right Eddie there. Eddie Murphy, I think he's had like one song his whole career, but mm-hmm. it was a fucking hit. Mm-hmm. Remember that song? Mm-hmm. Girl, she wants to party other time. Party. Yeah. That was a huge song, right? Yeah. And he was uh, obviously on SNL and he was a huge actor and all that. Mm-hmm. And people were like, well, he hasn't had any, uh, you know, whatever happened. That's not true. I guess back in the 80s, or it was like early 90s or in the 80s, I think he got like in a car accident and he was a- He had a trans- Yeah, a trans woman Woman in there, yeah. And then people was just like, wait, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. This nigga Eddie, Eddie Murphy was ahead of his time. <laughs> Dang. That nigga was doing that. He, he was, a trendsetter. He a trendsetter. He a trendsetter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I don't know who this is. I, she was in the car. I, 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 it's, I, look, it's a mistake. It's not what you uh, think he, it is. He, 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 uh, uh, he. But, uh, but in love. But in love. <laughs> I, I just, I just, it was like, nigga, you know what you was doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's so funny. Uh, There'd be the allegations like that when people just... Back in the day, you could just kind of live your life. Like yeah, you'd skirt by, and then it just no more goes away. Yeah, I tell you what, I think the smartest thing for Will Smith to do in his case, because dude, it's it's like everybody is getting unraveled by, you know, this the exposure. Like this, I think people are gonna have to learn. Like they need to be like Denzel Washington. I think Denzel Washington has not become a product of today. Because he he's not looking to be famous. He just is who he is. Mm. He's got to be probably one of the most stoic, like, um, just decent people left. Yeah. I was watching Equalizer recently, the new mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But what's funny about Denzel's when he get in his bag, it's always the same. Like, I'm going to give you a chance. I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> right? These are my people. <laughs> These are my people now. He do this thing with the guns where he like, "These are You're my people." Waving them around. These are my people now. I give you the gun. I give you the gun. Denzel's the coldest. Yeah, Denzel's cold, bro. Mm-hmm. But he the only one. I think Will Smith. Uh, he has "I Am Legend" coming out. Um, uh, yeah, the second, the sequel with Michael B. Dr- I hope that shit. I pray fire. to God they do that right. I know, if right? This, just you know, just like. Michael B. That's like that's two super mega. That's stars. our guys. You know what yeah. I mean? Like and Michael B. with Will Smith. I don't. I don't want to turn the movie on. Like, man, why they having sex, man? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> why they having a freak off? <laughs> <laughs> Not Michael B. Too, man. Damn. <laughs> Jada, come out the back. <laughs> Uh, well, no, yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, I can't. I nah, can't wait. That's gonna be. That's dope. gonna be an awesome movie, man. Yeah. But I, I think 
The best thing for Will to do at this time is literally get off all of his socials, like all of them. Just zero, zero. You got to do goes, zero dark thirty, like dark. LeBron James in the playoffs. Just go dark. Get off yeah. all your social platforms and do your movie. And I feel like Will could redeem himself by just putting out great art. Like everybody going, all that shit that happened, ain't nobody gonna trip. As long nah, as if I am Legend Two is fire, it, it, all that talk is it's gonna be dead. Over. It's and over I, with. Me personally, I'm not not going to see it because he slapped Chris Rock. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm gonna watch that. Movie. Yeah, I'm gonna be in the theater like. I'm in mean, theater like watching that mug. People like Will Smith slap me. Chris, be quiet. <laughs> the movie's on right now. <laughs> Y'all just gonna act like Chris Will Smith didn't just slap me in the face. <laughs> Nigga, shut up. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan acting right now. <laughs> uh, I cannot believe y'all let this nigga slap me. <laughs> oh, like, man. Shh, nigga, we watching the movie. <laughs> hey, back in the day, it was like, it was me, you, Desmond, and I think uh, 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 Quante was there too. I think mm-hmm. it was just us. Mm-hmm. And we went to watch that movie, Contraband. Mm-hmm. And it was this big white dude. He had to be from Texas or something. He was sitting <laughs> a, row, a, a row ahead of us. And like he was like talking through the scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like uh, some dude pulled a gun out on the kid. He's like, pull the gun out on the kid, you piece of shit. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit, motherfucker. I remember that. Yeah, I'm like, dude, this guy's literally having like a real take. Like while the movie's going on, he's like, you coward. You fucking coward. You're going to pull a gun out on the kid? Duh, you, you, that, I'm going to change the subject slightly. Uh-huh. I do remember that. But one thing that I realized about Bakersfield is we have like weird accents here. Like yeah. it's like what the fuck? it's like some people. I got some family members. I'm like, they sound like straight from like the south. I'm like, how? Where did you learn to talk? Yeah, but, you know. And then there's some people that speak a little bit more proper. And then there's some people that like they they kind of got that twang to it. They but. they got on <laughs> Derek Carr for that. Yeah, that's because Derek Carr was like, yeah, what y'all doing over there? Let's go. I'm like, what? Yeah, like, it, but but he low key from. That's where they from. Like he 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 grew up in Texas a little bit, and then you know uh, he grew up in Bakersfield. So you know we we got we have like I don't know. It's just a strange like uh, like com- uh, culmination of different yeah. people, different different type of accents out here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Shout out to Derek, man. Mm-hmm. They yes. beat the. Um, is he? Did he play today? Is he? Is I'm he not, hurt? I'm not I know sure. they beat the. Um, they beat somebody. I think they beat the the Panthers. I believe. You beat the Panthers. You basically didn't beat nobody. Hey, man. They man, just, that quarterback, what's that? The quarterback, I forgot, is it, is it Bryce Young? Mm-hmm. That dude is so little. <laughs> man, that motherfucker looked like he in junior high. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. <laughs> Bryce Young looked like fucking Miles Morales. <laughs> like, y'all, y'all got Spider Man playing for That's why y'all can't win no fucking game. You got Spider Man playing for y'all, man. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Uh, 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 okay. The Vikings and Raiders. Oh my god, this is just how terrible the Raiders are. Nigga, They lost three to zero. God damn, you could accidentally score more than three. Points. Vikings got three points today. Did uh Dobbs play? I'm pretty sure Dobbs started. Dang, I don't know if he's gonna get a start job if he can't put no points up though. Yeah, yeah, I like Josh Dobbs though. I want him to be successful, but if he can't play. He, like if he can't really like buckle down and get real good before the season end, they're not gonna. Oh get him God, damn! He got replaced by Nick Mullins. He did. 
Yeah, it says he got benched. Really? Josh, Joshua Dobbs bench replaced by Nick Mullins versus the Raiders. Oh, God damn. Yeah, he's done. Then. He probably ended up just being a backup <clears throat> the rest of his career then. I thought he was killing. They shouldn't have traded him from the um, – the Cardinals. Cardinals. He had some. He was. He was actually solid when he played yeah. the Niners earlier in the year. You try. This is what you did. You. He beat the Cowboys. No. Yeah, he did. He beat the Cowboys. You sent somebody midseason to play quarterback on another, another team. team. You learned in the system yeah. and stuff. And I don't know if there's a connection between like the coaches and stuff like yeah. that. So that may be like that might have eased it in if the playbook is the same. But he was doing pretty good with the with the Cardinals. That's yeah, unfortunate. Man. I like those kind of stories where somebody's able to redeem themselves and. You know, like, you know, have a better career, but yeah, yeah it's not man. looking too good for him. Nick Mullins is not the one either. Yeah, they got a, uh, was it a double? It's like a double Monday night game. Oh, they were doing that early in the season. It's a Packers <clears> and the <throat> Giants, and then the Titans and the Dolphins. Packers and Giants. That's tomorrow. Packers and Giants, Titans and Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The Panthers got killed. They got to be 28 to 6. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bryce Young is skinny and he's small, man. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, Hopefully he'll get better, but damn, this shit is – they don't want one game. Well, you know, if you're a good player, you're going to go to a bad team. So Yeah, kinda the they won in 12. God damn. Yeah, he 5'10". God damn, I know he's that short. He might be <clears> shorter <throat> than that, man. Dang. Maybe he might be 5'9", bro, to be real. Because when he over center, it's like, golly, man. Dang. Oh, you see him right now? I don't see like the height, but I'm just saying to be five ten as a quarterback and maybe even five nine, you might be five ten with shoes on. Yeah, that ain't it, that man. Ain't short, bro. Yeah, you from the you know, <coughs> they were treating you like a little boy out there. <laughs> Fucking <Yeah>. Miles Morales. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> uh 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 switching gears. Uh Ruby Rose shares desperate text from number one super only fan spender uh that show him professing his love and getting a tattoo of her. I think this OnlyFans shit is just way too out of control. I think that what people need to understand is that men that will pay that much money to just see a woman online, it's a mental illness. And I think that that, that men that cannot um, connect with women use this as an outlet, and it's it's really <clears throat> sad. But the thing, that's cra- <clears throat> the thing that's crazy, too, is you hear some of these women talking about, like, incels and, like, these these weirdo incels. Without these weirdo incels, y'all wouldn't be having no motherfucking OnlyFans. Y'all wouldn't have no money. Yeah, those are the people that are kind of running yeah. the show. The incels is the <laughs> ones that's paying for y'all content. Yeah, right? so the, you, normal, the normal guy is not going to fork out. Because some of no. them is steep, too, like $29 a month. That's ridiculous. $29 yeah. just to see whoever. And some of the local girls be trying to charge like 30 a month. That's ridiculous. Like you got to chill out. Yeah, it's some it's people out here with OnlyFans, which I've not engaged in seeing. But at the same time, it's like I I like I know of you as like why would I pay to see you do anything? Yeah, that nah. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. All right, Ruby Rose, <laughs> uh, biggest fan on OnlyFans, has taken the next step in his commitment uh, to the rapper by tattooing her face on his leg. On Tuesday, Rose took to her ex page formerly known as Twitter, to show her fans the message that she received from her top OnlyFans spender, who she met last week. Uh, the man wasted no time trying to get uh, Rose's attention by sending her several lengthy messages professing his love to her. The first few messages showed the man asking Rose why she hasn't been responding, uh, been answering his messages while explaining he's invested so much money into their relationship. He also asked why Rose 
doesn't love him as much as he loves her. This is just really fucking sad. Um, there is not a single other person in the world as perfect as you are, the man wrote. Um, you should, you could be my queen and i be your king. I would give you anything you could ever wish for. We can even be, one, be in a one-sided, open-end relationship where you can do whatever you want as long as I... I know that at the end of the day, you come home to me hmm. and are what only with me. I promise I will treat you better than anyone, Ruby. I love you for with all of my heart. This is fucking sad. Hmm. A couple things are true here. The thing that's true is she lazy. She lazy because anybody that's giving <laughs> you that much money, I think you should be responding to their messages. I'm going to keep it real. Yeah. However, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Let's not overlook the fact that it's weird, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's also fucked up, not only on both parts, but for you to expose somebody that's paying you money. You need to shut the fuck up. You're trying to almost subliminally clown this dude. Yeah. Like, why are you trying to clown somebody that's paying for your shit? Yeah. I think that dudes like this, bro, I think they need. there needs to be a worldwide motherfucking like, exodus of OnlyFans. Like all of these, like especially all these women that act like this, that you just on there, you on there just literally whatever you're doing. I don't know if you're playing with your pussy. I don't know what you're doing. All I know is that these guys like this are the ones that provide you that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I think you might want to be a little more respectful because what happened is, is let's say you you start a counter movement of OnlyFans where you literally get a monthly subscription of one dollar, right? And you find these dudes that are paying all this money for these OnlyFans, and then you get them, you get them workout plans, and then you get them, you know, free motivational speeches, and then you show them how to talk to women and how to dress and you know what colognes to wear, and then you actually get them to meet women that actually like them. Y'all wouldn't have no money from OnlyFans no more. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't. If these men actually had confidence and had some level of integrity and self-respect they would stop paying y'all a dime and then y'all would be on there just with no money yeah and he forking out a lot of money Twenty six thousand, was it he paying like 60 racks a month that's crazy it's in in her content so that's i think i don't know if she i would say it looked like text messages um but i'm not yeah it looked like text messages that were like um he was sending to her i think that's what it said yeah um, but I think that's a little bit out of bounds. If you wanted to keep some type, some type of like um, boundary in your relationship, I think it would would have been better served to just communicate through OnlyFans because 100%. people can talk on OnlyFans. So that would have been my recommendation. Once you have like the text, it's just it's much more access. Mm-hmm. And um, in terms of meeting him. And it's a little OD. I think you need That's to keep wild. that keep that boundary a little bit, especially the type of content that you create. It's different when mm-hmm. you're we're a podcast. We're going to do a, a live show, so you could get out and you know you just communicate and um, you know really shake people's hands and right. stuff like get that. Get out and touch us. When real. you're doing like seductive content on online, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if there needs to be any sort of interaction. You know, mean. But what I think is he <clears throat> he he's probably. I don't know how successful her her thing is, but he's he's like like a gold tier, you know. He's like a platinum member because he's probably the one spending the most money. It's probably it's probably not even anybody else that comes close. So she probably thought that 
he probably proposed to her like, hey, like, come meet me. I'll give you two, 200 racks or something like that. You know, he was offering to give her like 10 Bitcoin. And I don't know how much that was, but I have no idea. All I know is this, though. This is the scary part. Like, this reminds me of that fucking Eminem video. Hey, Slim. What what, what was it? Uh, what a dude was. Stan. Yeah, Stan. So 10 Bitcoin equals uh, $421,946 US dollars. It's crazy, man. Yeah. So dang near half a million dollars just to. Um, Here's the thing, though. Response. This is the scary <clears throat> part, right? While she's sharing what he's doing and basically kind of almost subliminally disrespecting this guy, what she doesn't realize is a guy like this can kill you. Mm-hmm. Anybody with that much money is not just like they're doing something that allows them to make that much money. And anybody with that much money can hire somebody to follow you. Mm-hmm. And unless she has around the clock security, this guy can find out where she lives and he could find her physical address. I'm telling you straight up. And this is this the type of motherfucker that'll be like, uh, what's that dude on Saul? He'll get you, he'll get some, what do you call that stuff, chloroform? Mm-hmm. Like, this is the type of guy, he strikes me as a guy that would do something like that. Mm-hmm. So, while you think it's funny and, it, and it's weird or whatever, man, do not provoke. Man, look, if anything, respond to that dude if he's paying you that much fucking money. You're the one putting the content out. But you know, you said that you shouldn't really be having in person stuff if you got like content like that. Yeah, the difference have your is number either. But the difference about it is this though: they have, I guess, they have like porn awards. Well, uh, uh, up was it up and coming porn stars where they have they get like legit awards. Mm-hmm. It's like a popular show that people that they have. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what it's called. Yeah, but. I know they have an award show in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's like a mm-hmm. porn show, and it'd be like people, like fans at them shows. Yeah, like a convention. That I mean, that's different than it. That seemed like what they did was like a one-on-one meeting. Like yeah, we went to have lunch or something. I could never go to that show, man. To a, a porn awards, that'd be crazy. And the main reason why I could never go to it one, that's too doing too much. And two, I only watch the amateur stuff. <laughs> it's probably some librarian or something I was watching last time. <laughs> cafeteria lady was getting toe up. <laughs> yeah. You see that cafeteria lady got a big old booty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, but no, nah, man. Um, I, I really, I strongly think that. Um, I think it's healthier as a man to. Find a way to better yourself and learn how to actually have a conversation. Work on your social skills Mm -hmm. and then take a woman on a date and spend that money on a woman that will actually sit across from you and give you some attention, like real attention. Yeah. And then then once you are dealing with women on that level, I'm pretty sure you won't pay for OnlyFans. But there are some married men that got busted paying for OnlyFans too. Yeah, but I think the thing is, is that... For him, it may not be a woman. It may just be her. You know, mm. sometimes, you know, um, people can obsess over like a singular person. And, mm. you know, the OnlyFans gives, OnlyFans, they be having like those private Snapchats and stuff too. Mm. That gives people access, access to women that they would never be able to come in contact with. Mm, you know? yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's tricky. Yeah. But I would say um, for her, I don't know where, where this, how this plays out or how this continues to go. I don't imagine um, 
you know, she would want to give up 60 racks a month. So she probably going to like keep him, you know, kind of like hanging around a little bit. But um, she, better, she better hire security, <clears throat> better hire security, have a security yeah. guard with her while she have a lunch date with him or something. Yeah. She want to run that bag up. That's crazy. Yeah. Man. You never know. Imagine having OnlyFans like 60 racks a month. Damn. That's insane. To do nothing. Like me yeah. and you sit on this podcast as actual talented podcasters, right? You pay me. If you paid us $60,000 a month, man, you couldn't put me out this microphone. Man. They're like, Eddie, you need to get some sleep. I'd be like, ah, man. Yeah. I'd be like, switching gears. Yeah. Sleepy. <laughs> switching. Oh. <laughs> What's funny is how Homer Simpson used to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. When you watch the old episodes, mm-hmm. Homer would be like, oh, that's a good song. Oh. <laughs> Homer would just fucking nod off. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that wasn't Homer. My bad. It was the grandpa. Mm. Grandpa would be like, I remember a long time ago that I. Oh. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, he would fall asleep standing up. That was the fucking most hilarious thing. Yeah. You ever seen somebody fighting sleep like in real time? Like trying, like like they'd be like leaning back and they wait, they open yeah. their head and go like that. Yeah, I remember my dad was doing that one day and I was just like busting up crying because he <laughs> did that shit for probably like eight minutes. <laughs> I'm like, hey, hey, he's like, huh, huh, huh. I'm like, <laughs> oh, go to my, sleep, come man. on, man. Just go to yeah, that's sleep. the worst, especially in a car when you be like, you sitting in the middle or you sitting on the side and you ain't really got the right um, like yeah. comfort level. So people just be like, because you could feel you could feel your head dropping, mm-hmm. and you like, yo, it's over. I'm about to die. I remember. I don't know why I remember <laughs> this, but it was you. I think you was driving back. It was you, and then Quante was in the front seat. I was mm-hmm. in the back, mm-hmm. and I think Quante was getting ready to go to sleep. He was like dodding off, and mm-hmm. I just start farting. Oh yeah. Oh my god. That's probably the you and it, DJ probably had the worst smarts, worst farts I've ever smelled. I don't know what happened. I think I it was, it was, it was like the holidays. Yeah. And I ate some food. It was eating food. protein. That was one of the oh, protein Oh, it was farts. so bad. And, yeah. and uh, like, I was just quiet. I was like, when they gonna know this? <laughs> and then you, and I just heard, like, yo. And I just heard Keith, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he was like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> and then Quante was like, oh no, man. It smells so bad. And I'm just in the back quiet. And then the smell went away. And then I did it again. And God it like, damn. Oh, my God. Eddie farting. The cold I, part about you farting like that is that it really smelled like that. Like on the on the 99 going north. Oh, the really, cows? Yeah, it really smelled like that. So you could blame. If you timed your farts perfectly, you would have got away with it. But. <laughs> Nigga, I was in the back like. <laughs> If it wasn't for those meddling cows, I would have got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> you put a mask off as a cow. Oh, man. Oh, my God. You know the cows fart so much that they like. there's a thick layer of methane that's in the sky, in the air? Yeah, they, they add to the... Uh... The, the the whole uh, what the do you small, call it greenhouse yeah. effect or whatever. What's what's crazy too is they they've been able to use that as like I guess use it as energy if I'm not mistaken. Oh, like dang. they trap the methane. Mm-hmm. Like you ever see these big old plastic sheets? Hold on, don't mm-hmm. get me to just talking. Mm-hmm. I got like sometimes I gotta look this stuff up mm-hmm. so you guys know that I'm not full of shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, cows methane as energy. 
uh, uh, understanding cows and methane. How do cows emit methane? <clears throat> The good news is the methane from dairy manure can be captured and converted into energy using existing technologies. The resulting biogas can be used to create renewable electricity, renewable vehicle fuel, biomethane. Like these niggas is shitting and farting out energy. Energy. (laughs) That's crazy. So y'all was complaining about me, but y'all just wasn't on my level and you wasn't on the energy that I was putting out. Mm hmm. So the next time, you know, I'm just next time I fart, I'll be like, "That's energy." Mm-hmm. <laughs> P did it. Be like, "Hey, can you do that later chill in my out, house?" Man. Chill out, man. Can you fart, a, <laughs> fart like that in my house, man? <laughs> hey, hey, hey! You like lotion? <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, Damn, yeah, man, that. You know, Did crazy. he have the same no, no, take? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on <laughs> real quick. That'd be like, hey, well, so what's your name, man? Keith. And you're like, all right, let me lock you in. And if he save you, and his, your name just be Lotion. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead. Yeah. But it, it just it just gives us a whole different origin story for the, 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 the phrase he was using, take that. You know what I mean? Oh, man. And I'm not even going to elaborate on it, but just nah, let, that, let that marinate. We ain't got to elaborate on that. Yeah. Take that, take that, take that. Hey, man, it's my first time here, man. <laughs> we just met, man. <laughs> I'm just a cameraman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a man trying to feed his family. <laughs> Let me feed you. I'm going to feed you, man. You said you like, you said you want to party, right? <laughs> you ain't never party, party. You ain't never party, party for real. I love when you do that, daddy. <laughs> I love when you do that. I love that shit, man. He was, he was, uh, he was on, uh, what's that show, um. The podcast with Nori. Drink Champs. He's on Drink Champs. Mm-hmm. And he was fabulous, was like looking around like awkward. Yeah. He's like, yeah, daddy. I love when you do that, daddy. Yeah. We ain't party for real in a long time. We ain't party for real. Yeah. No, we party, but we ain't party party. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. Yeah. Remember when he made Ness get those cheesecakes? Or Ness and all them for making yeah, the band? Yeah, making the band, yeah. That's crazy. <clears throat> Fucking die line. Yeah, every line. Every blue moon, uh, I kind of look, look. It was like Young Chopper or something. Chopper. Yeah. It was <clears throat> Chopper, Dylon, Ness, Baps, mm-hmm. and uh, it was one more it dude. It was one dude. Kind of like a scrungy dude. Yeah. yeah. When he, uh, I remember he started off his raps with some whack sound and they made him stop doing it. Mm-hmm. He was like, mm, or something yeah. like that. And they was like, what the fuck is that? Then he was <laughs> like, yo, what's that, man? <laughs> That's crazy. Diddy was like yelling at him one day. He's like, I got y'all on fucking Fifth Avenue, and this how y'all got the room all messed up like this? Niggas was in there fighting. Yeah. It was chunking them. Yeah. That was good times. Yeah, making a band was, that was a hell of a show, man. Yeah. Yeah. What's the you name? You know, uh, what's the name is, th- this is the thing that I don't like, man. Like, you know, the whole thing surrounding Diddy, whether it's true or not, you know, I guess we'll we'll find out within the coming months. Mm-hmm. I don't like the niggas that like just kind of skirt around, like, um, like I think the girls in Aubrey O'Day or something like that. Oh, Dandy Kane. <clears throat> yeah, like the the people never really come out and say the stuff. Cassie is the only person that has come out and said the stuff. You know, like everybody else would just be like, you know what, you know, there was just horrible things that happened. That situation was just so bad. Oh, Dandy Kane. She said something though. She talked about, but not that though. 
No, she she ain't say nothing that like she just talked about like their relationship and like how it was like the environment. But what I'm saying is nobody has specifically said nothing except for Cassie. Everybody yeah. else is just kind of like skirted around. Abriel Day talked about the bad deal, like it was so bad that um, she they it was like I forgot what it was. I mm-hmm. forgot what the deal was. Like five hundred something dollars is all they got mm-hmm. or all they would get, but they had to sign. Like uh, not an NDA, but some type of document stating that they could not say anything disparaging about P. Diddy or his son or his brands. Dang, that's what Abriel Day brought up. Yeah, and she was like, and "So I, she can't say nothing." Then. Yeah, well, well, the thing about it is, she said, "Don't sign it." She told, oh, okay. she said, "If you guys need five hundred dollars, just let me know, and I'll give it to you, but don't sign those fucking papers." Yeah. So yeah, so Aubrey, um, I don't know what she does now, but I, I think she does pretty good for herself. She probably got only. I think she might have an OnlyFans. I don't know if she got one. I think she's in the law or some shit. Heck no. No? No, she doing... She in the entertainment still. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. What kind of entertainment? Something. She might have an OnlyFans. Let me see. She kind of look done up now. She look kind of... She look a little bit like plastic. I mean, that's how most people look nowadays. Oh, she's older than me. Jesus Christ. She's 39. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 what is she doing now? I'm curious. Those girls is older though. I think they're well, they're different ages. Yeah, they was, that's crazy, man. Imagine like you know, you just want to, um, you just want to. Damn, she got one million followers. Uh, platinum recording artist, <laughs> any uh, dumb blind official. I do all things. Abrioday.com. What is is there? OnlyFans on there? Let's see. Exclusive content. Twitter, she might have an OnlyFans. Let me see. What's exclusive content? Only you fans. know what exclusive content mean. What is she doing on there? You would never know until you, until you. Subscribe. In case you missed my two-hour solo live from bed last night, oh, she was going wild. crazy. She was having her own freak off, a she solo a, freak off. She was trying to sing. She was like, "Yeah, yeah." Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's Danny Kane song? I, I don't know, think bro. Of it. Yeah. I can't think of it. Yeah, what song did they have? <clears throat> 50 Cent is hilarious, man. Some of the women, <laughs> speaking of them vibrators, them motherfuckers don't be, that, that just be, like, that mug be too powerful. Like, you got this big loud vibrator, man. We can't compete with that. <laughs> that yeah. motherfucker be like, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't see it here. Spotify. I wonder what they Spotify numbers is looking like these days. Who? Danity Kane. Oh, that's a good one. It's probably it's probably like a hundred ten thousand or something like that. Can't be too much because that was a oh they had show showstopper with show show stopping. I remember that song. Yeah, five hundred thirty three thousand followers. <clears throat> yeah, I would say Day Twenty Six was probably a better uh, better group than uh, bro. Yeah, she do got her OnlyFans because it's a link for the Twitter. And she like got her booty out. What the heck? I told you. Wow. Wow. She got the cheeks out. Yeah. <laughs> she posted some link. It said Abrio Day reposted singer writer Tiffany Red is coming forward to co- co- uh, corroborate the claims of abuse that Cassie leveled against Sean Combs. I was terrified for Cassie and completely traumatized. Damn, they burying. P. Diddy, man. Yeah, man. I know he probably like. I was 
Somebody had pay, played the clip from Warner Kelly. She she going in on him, dude. She reposted what he put up, like enough is enough or whatever. She reposted it and she put R. Kelly bar for bar. That's but she ain't saying nothing though. That's what I'm saying. Like the only person that has really said specifics but is these is people. Cassie, but, but Charlemagne <laughs> said something that made sense. I was listening to some of the last podcast. Is he's like, like there's certain nuances that you need to understand before you start talking. He said a lot of times. People just want us to get on here and reaffirm what they believe and what they think, and they want us to have hot takes. But when you do shit like that, you can be sued. No, that if you're if you're saying something that happened to you in real life, you're not gonna get sued for that because that's what really happened. No, 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 no. I'm talking about <clears throat> podcasters. No, are, I'm, I don't care about them. I uh, understand that plight. But what I'm saying is, like, for the people that have had you know, an experience. So it, for example, for me, say that time I went to the studio, something, some wild happened, some type of assault or something like that. And all I do, the biggest thing that I do is get under somebody's Instagram and say like R Kelly bar for bar, or I get on some platform and I'm getting interviewed and I like, don't say directly what happened. Like that, that does nothing to move the conversation forward. And the reason I have a problem with it is because and the reason I commend Cat, whether, you know, if it's true, um, you know, hopefully it's not true, whatever the case may be. But I commend the people that say the specifics because most right. people don't actually they don't say what happened to them. And I think that um, one, that's a disservice to um, yourself, you know, but it's also a disservice to the people that come after that. You know, if you say if you don't say something or if you don't say what happened to you. Or if you don't have like some type of lawsuit like this that happened, what happens is these people can continue to do that. Like the reason R. Kelly was able to do that more and more, and part of it was like the women came out and some people didn't believe him and stuff like that. So I I understand that, but you know what happens a lot of times is like people are so quiet, yeah. and that's how these monsters thrive is because people don't say nothing. They just get under freaking Instagram comments or they'll, you know, like Mace is like rapping about him and saying like it's like people. I don't know what it is, but people would rather, you know, the the reason why like 50 Cent is so popular is because he just speaks his truth about situations. Like he'll say Diddy did th- X, Y, and Z, but most other people will like have little jokes on a podcast where they'll be like, yo, don't go to that house over there. Don't do that over there. Don't go to the bad boy. House. You know, it's just like, it's just so strange the way that people communicate about these horrific things. And I think that when we're not saying like we're not saying the things straight, I think that we are like part of the problem. Yeah, and that's my that's my only thing. It's like Aubrey O'Day, cool. Like you get to say like it's kind of convenient now. Yeah, but you know that's yeah. There's that. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. <clears throat> let's close this shit out. All right, Jonathan Majors or switching gears. Jonathan Majors appears to admit physically attacking ex Grace Jabari in text messages uh, entered into evidence. This is still. Um, an ongoing investigation, folks. So uh, we're we're just gonna you know play it by ear. All right, now there's some wild shit that got exposed here. Uh, Jonathan Majors uh, X claims he told her to be like Coretta Scott King or Michelle Obama demanded total compliance, and which is weird. It was a white girl he was dating, so it's like, bro, if you wanted Coretta Scott King or motherfucking 
Michelle Obama, you should have found a black woman. Even then, you can't make somebody be the way you want them to be. That's not how the fucking real world works. Yeah. That's wild. Like, saying that you want that, like, not only is that weak, but it's weird. Yeah. Like, you, that's just not how the real world works, man. That's a conversation you can have, like, when you're a single man. Man, I would when yeah, when you don't have a woman. Yeah, I would love to have me a queen. That's what you aspire to have. Yeah. I would love to have me a Michelle Obama so we could just rock and we could build together, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. But yeah, you don't tell that to your girl. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like you she is who she is. Like Mm -hmm. you don't, you know, and if you don't like that, walk away. Don't tell her she gotta be fucking Coretta Scott King. Yeah. That's insane. That's like uh I don't know, it's like a, 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 a white chick that's dating a white guy, and she's like, I really need you to be more like Michael B. Jordan, or like, <laughs> you could be more like, you know, I don't know, Denzel Washington. Like, she's just comparing you to all these black guys. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Right? All right. Shocking allegations were made during the open statements of Jonathan Majors' assault trial on Monday. In a lower Manhattan courtroom, Majors, who held a Bible in his hand, was joined by his current girlfriend, actress Megan Good. Oh, you got the Bible in the hand? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, people need to stop playing with God. All right. In her opening statement, Major's attorney, Priya Kahadri, whatever her name is, claimed that the actor's actor's ex, Grace Jabari, accused him of domestic violence and harassment because he ended their relationship. Also alleged racism as the reason for Major's arrest on uh, March 25th. The Creed 3 star is African-American. Jabari is a white British woman after uh, Shadari's Claims of Jabari being out for revenge. Assistant District Attorney Michael Perez uh, accused Majors, 34, of a, of showing a cruel and manipulative pattern of psychological abuse towards his ex-girlfriend. A surprising turn came when Perez said that Majors demanded total compliance from Jabari and alleged uh, allegedly wanted her to act similar to the late civil rights activist and author Coretta Scott King or former First Lady of the United States Michelle Obama by making sacrifices for him. And it's like, nigga, what are you even talking about? Yeah. Like yeah, that, like that's crazy. That shit's crazy, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's so much more beyond this. Like, mm-hmm. this is one thing, mm-hmm. but there there's some more shit. This this is the other article. Jonathan Majors appears to admit physically attacking next. Okay. Injured. Uh okay. Grace Bart Marvel actor the charge assault. Okay. Uh what do you tell her? Where is it at? Okay. It's coming up. Then able to get it not here. This shit long. Okay. Abuse had previously insubmissible. No, it's not it. Okay, here it is. Right here. Let's go straight to the meat and potatoes. Basically, this is what he said in a message. Last night, I considered killing myself versus coming home. Majors wrote to Jabari, adding, I need love too. Or maybe I'm such a monster and horrible man. I don't deserve it. And I should just kill myself. In this way, my existence is miserable. I want to die. Jabari, who was in court, was turned in, turned in the direction of the projected text messages, had responded, I will not go to the doctor if you don't feel safe with me doing so. Uh, so don't trust me to. I promise you I will never mention you, but I understand your fear. Telling her that she could not reject his love and admonishing her. What is it? Admonishing her for not hugging him after the alleged fight. Majors noted by text, I will probably kill myself. It is really contemplating it. it, It's not really contemplating anymore, he added. I'm a monster. I'm a horrible man, not capable of love. I'm killing myself soon. Jonathan, 
you can say this. I'm going to have to tell someone Jabbar responded by the text. Nothing her perceived error in not hugging him. So here's the thing. This motherfucker was disarming her, right, mm-hmm. by saying he would hurt himself. And she was like, no, okay, I won't go to the doctor. This nigga is crazy. Allegedly. Um, but these text messages, these text messages uh, <laughs> are pretty, uh, they're pretty bad. So what you, we, we are in a space like we were with Tory Lanez. Mm. Any man that gets himself in this type of scenario, I will never defend him. Ever. Let the court figure it out. Not the court of public opinion, but the actual legal court. You literally are have documented messages of you threatening to kill yourself, but it's not genuine. You're doing it so she won't go and get checked out from you knocking her upside the fucking head, allegedly. <clears throat> right? Do you think there's any scenario? Do you think there's another context for this conversation? Uh, like, is there a context where he didn't necessarily assault her, but she might have hurt herself and he was telling her not to go because there may be accusations of domestic violence? Or do you... I think you void all those things when you mention killing yourself and you do it in a way to leverage like... Yeah. That, yeah. That's that's when you... That's when you... I don't even really care for any more... Um, any more information after that. Mm-hmm. Because for, for me personally, this is just my personal opinion, in a way, it's almost like an admission of guilt. Like you're literally trying to stop somebody from going to get help because you're saying you're going to kill yourself. And you know that you saying you're going to kill yourself is going to stop them because they still care about you. She can't even go to the blue tent on the sideline because this nigga manipulating her. She got CTE like a motherfucker from this (laughs) nigga. God damn. Yeah, man. Yeah. She over here getting football injuries dealing with this nigga Jonathan Majors. <laughs> it's it's wild, man. No, it's 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 a very sick form of manipulation because the topic of of suicide is very serious. You yeah. just you'll never you will never get me defending a man that that has like if if literally all the signs point to him not doing nothing, like he ain't punching her nothing, and all the evidence is just blatant. Then I'm like, wait a minute, y'all need to look at this. I don't know if I'm not sure if he's being honest about this you know who but really when, knows what but, happened what? oh sorry i'll let you finish but but when it's a case like tory lanes and it's up in the air i'll never defend somebody like that i'm not going to say he did it or didn't do it but at the end of the day there was guilt there on his end there was a lot of men that was like oh that's bullshit they trying to do this to tory lanes <clears throat> nah yeah you won't get me defending a man like that you just it just won't happen Cool thing about this situation and is like you said it's going to play out in court right it's unfortunate from just the opening, you know, uh, text messages and stuff like that, he That's got an uphill, he fighting an uphill battle. Yeah. And there are people, you know, whether the, the, the taxi driver or, um, you know, the police that showed up to the scene and all this other stuff, they know exactly what happened. And, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times they know what happened. It's just up to them to prove it in, in court. And, mm-hmm. um, it's unfortunate that uh, a promising star, and like I said, this, this is just the way it's looking. I'm not, I'm just treating it like a boxing match, or I'm treating it like a, a NBA series. Mm-hmm. The nigga's down 0-1 right now. Yeah, he's it's down. not looking good. Nah, and it's unfortunate that somebody 
you know, a budding star, you know, extremely talented actor, um, you know, somebody that was in a great franchise like Creed and who who knows, like if he would have had his own spinoff or, you know, who you just never know what, mm-hmm. you know, and then especially his his role in Marvel. He, they, they were saying they were kind of setting up, you know, the, the rest of the movie so that he could be at the forefront of it. Um, looks like he might be replaced now because Marvel was the only one I was kind of hanging on. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's. It's tricky, man. And, uh, you know, however it plays out, I hope he gets what he deserves. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that um, it's going to start to look really weird when, you know, you have a new relationship after this fight, you know, with Megan Good. And if this does play out to where, like, he gets convicted of this domestic violence situation... And Megan Good is, like, standing by his side, like, showing up to court. Like, it, it just looks the the um the way it looks is just wild and i i hope that this is not the case um but like you said it's when you when you read it and you say like you, you say you you throwing around suicide and and you preventing her or you you asking her not to go to the hospital a lot of that is like that, that's like very manipulative lingo yeah. and um yeah that that just it like i said it just don't look good and i think the way it's playing out now, it looked like something happened, and I don't know what happened. It looked like something happened, and the the case with Jonathan Majors is they're trying to find like the they're trying to find like the the legal way out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that is that's scary. That is scary, and it's unfortunate, and um, it's kind of sad. You know. Just thinking about, you know, I was just watching The Heart of They Fall the other day, and I'm like, man, this he's like, just like, like amazing actor. But, you know, people, and um, we were talking about it earlier. Uh, one of the topics we had a while ago, like, is just people's past matter and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the things that you brought up is like, you know, a lot of this stuff is important. A lot of these, you know, people that. Um, habitually have domestic violence in a relationship is people that grew up watching that people that grew up being a part of that. So, you know, it's important to know, like, you know, what type of household you grew up in, 100%. what type of, you know, parents, you know, what type of parents where your parents were. Um, Cause this is crazy. Any motherfucker <laughs> that would act like this got deep psychological problems. And, and the thing is, and I, I don't want to speak on Megan good, but I will say this. She was with this very Christian man and everything seemed to be really good. And, this is just for me from the outside looking in. Um, they had abstained from sex until marriage and all of that. And everybody was like, that's right, girl. Get you a good man. And then after so long, that nigga divorced her motherfucking ass. Mm-hmm. And now she dating this dude. This dude that with text messages and stuff, I could say that uh, allegedly he looked like a monster. I, don't, I just don't understand. <laughs> like, how do you jump into that relationship? Well, you do it when you really ain't. Look, all I know is this. there, There's a such thing as bad people getting good people, right? There, There's a such thing as actual people who are not very valuable that actually get in relationships with good people. And then what happens is they squander it or they ruin it. And then after that relationship, they get back with the energy that they really, because that it happens sometimes. It's no different than the dude that's a, just a player his whole life. He fucking a bunch of women and dogging them out. And then he finds some girl in the church 
and he and he with her and it seemed good, but he can't keep his dick in his pants. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. There are men out there that are good men that go to work, but their wife is a hoe. Mm-hmm. It happens. Mm-hmm. And then once they break away from each other, you see who is who because look at the energy they dating. Mm-hmm. They go right back to the same nonsense. Damn. Yeah, you can't. I mean, to be dating a dude that's doing this. And it's and it's uh, you messages to him saying he's gonna kill himself. But Bro, what do you think? What do you think the that transition is like? Is it is it a thing where he's continuing the lie? Like he has to. Like when he is courting, you know, this new woman. Um, is it like, hey, this is a witch hunt? They're trying to take me down. This is racism. Blah blah blah. Or is it like, you know, the I'm in some deep waters. Like I need somebody by my side. I messed up. Or do you think it's like the real version of it? Like, and I don't know how you know how we're just talking about like if it does play out where he you know he ends up getting convicted. I'm asking you: Is he being honest, or is he continuing the lie in this relationship? I this mean, new relationship. You have <laughs> no choice but to continue the lie. Mm-hmm. You have no choice, and then not to mention like. Even if you're continuing the lie or if, if either that or if you're being honest, both of them are fucked up because if you're being honest and saying, yeah, I did admit to try to kill myself so she wouldn't go after I punched her in the head and she still stick around, then she's fucked up. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. So this is why the whole conversation, we'll get into that next week. We'll, we'll double down on it. Why the whole, why your past matters because people try to, I think what it is is. People say, my past doesn't matter, but that's because there's something in your past you're not proud of. So you want to just literally put that to the forefront. When the truth of the matter is this. Let's say it's a dude and he find out you had a really peppered past and you slept with like 200 dudes and he's not comfortable with that. Right. And you say, well, that's immature. He needs to grow up. That was in my past. Okay, I respect that. However, would you date a man that had a history of over 10 years beating his wife and that's why they got a divorce because he beat his wife and he says, look, I'm a changed man. I don't beat women anymore. Wouldn't you be a little bit paused? Like, I don't know if I should trust this guy because he was beating his wife in the head for 10 years. Yeah. I think you would be a little bit apprehensive, would you not? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I think what really, and, and I, I'll say this much. I think what kind of um, makes it null and void to say someone's past doesn't matter, there's this thing called childhood trauma that really debunks all of it. And and it and it manifests its way into relationships and it manifests its way in all kinds of things. So your past is literally like in the present. Mm-hmm. Like you're making present decisions with your past. Mm-hmm. It's It's hard to explain, but it's mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. Like the way you evaluate men or women or the jobs you work or the clothes you wear, or the things you do or the attention you seek and the people you follow, like all that shit, mm-hmm. all that shit could be a product of the uh, like when you see people that like they always do things for attention. It could be from the lack of attention you probably didn't get as a child. Yeah. Like yeah. this shit goes deep. Yes. And this nigga was fucked up. He probably was the kid um, that. um I don't know. Probably didn't have a lot of friends. Um, I don't know. Probably was kind of a nerdy weirdo guy with a really huge nose, and they probably made fun of him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and <he> said, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, one day I'm going to become a big actor. 
and I'm gonna punch people in the head allegedly, and God damn. and I'm gonna uh, uh, act like I'm gonna kill myself if they go to try to, you know, get medical assistance. Yeah, yeah, man. We I've seen people on um, whether it's on Instagram like another witch hunt trying to bring a black man down. It's like, look here, man. Um, that let, let's let's kill that narrative right now. Let's let's before you start doubling down on things let things play out and from what i see now this shit don't look good yeah that's that's my thing it's just like right now it just looked like he's 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 not that that opening day it didn't look like because you know the the the, before the trial started the argument and i ain't gonna front criminal trials is so entertaining to me when tory lanes and meg the stallion was going through their situation I was glued. I knew I was checking in every day to see if there was any updates. It was people, you know, commentating on the um, on the trial. It was a couple people saying like, "Yeah, Tory, Tory had a really good day today," and then some people saying like, you know, the um, the uh, the DA or whatever. I don't know the terminology, but the the people, the other people, the other side had a really good day today. Right. So, yeah, I, I would imagine that um, this is going to continue um, today. If you're listening on Monday, it's going to continue today. And then, um, yeah, we're going to have more and more information. So by the time we do our live podcast, usually the trials be like a couple weeks. So or like a week and some change. So, yeah, we're going to we're going to continue to to stay glued and they're going to continue to present um, their arguments. And they're probably going to bring more and more people to the stand. I'm sure they're going to bring the arresting officers um, I'm sure if the driver was a part of the altercation, they're gonna bring they're gonna bring them up to the stand. So, yeah, this is gonna get this is gonna get real tricky. And uh, you know, it's crazy, man. You know, like I w- I'm not gonna say this girl is completely innocent, but yeah. she she just looks like um like very like not innocent in the terms like she didn't do nothing, but like just kind of like wide eyed. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, like for like the way she's communicating is just kind of like, oh my gosh, Jonathan Majors. Like I'm dating Jonathan Majors, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I'll do anything to keep this together. Mm-hmm. And it just and it and it probably happened to where like you know this got exposed outside of her, mm-hmm. you know, her, outside of her will, and it just blew up to a thing to where the police, you know, how it is when the police come and they see a situation. They're going to assess it, and they know that there's a lot of, like, intimidation. And not necessarily that he intimidated her, but 